I just want to share a scripture with you today, found in Psalm 42, and we will begin at the seventh verse. Just give me a few moments, because I will keep the time frame. The seventh verse, Psalm 42, 7 says, Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. You know what waterfalls sound like. All your waves and billows have gone over me, like overtake me. However, the Lord will command while I'm going through his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me. Has he ever given you a song at night? A song that you didn't write, a song that you, you may have heard, but he gives you a song in the midnight hour, a prayer to God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forsaken me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Anybody have any enemies in here? I won't look. I won't look. I'm going to turn around. Anybody have any enemies in here? Anybody have any enemies in here? Anybody have any enemies outside? The enemy of your soul. Anybody will take your mind. Enemy of your finances. Enemy of your employment. Anybody have enemies? And it says, word says uh, the next verse says, as with a breaking of my bones. Uh, David is talking about things that he had to deal with in his life. Now, David was called to be king. He was chosen to be king. But David went through some stuff. And that's how he can write some of these things. But my enemies reproach me, he says, while they say to me all day long, like some family members say, what? Where is your God? You going through all of this? Where is the God you say you serve? Where is the God you say love you? Where is the God that you said will provide, will provide for you? Then he asks himself why he's in this mindset. Why are you cast down Oh, my soul. In other words, why are you feeling sorry for yourself? You had to deal with some things and I brought you out. Why are you feeling sorry for yourself? There's nothing that's going to come your way that's going to take you over. Because I'm here to help you. Why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope. Somebody say hope, 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 hope. Hope in God. Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him a yet praise is necessary and I'm not really concerned about you getting so happy and dance I just wanted to get to, I want you to get the word this is a psalm that was written by the sons of Korah they penned this song now we have to know PFBI what division is Psalm 42 I'm testing the grades tomorrow. <laughs> the sons of Korah are considered worship leaders. They write this song because of David's testimony. Yeah. 
We have to go back just to remember. David is remembering things in the past, the, ending, the things that he did that was wrong, including the negative and positive things. God called him as a child, even though his father forgot he had a child in the back playing with the, with the, you know, with the sheep. Oh, oh, yeah, I do have a son. Can you imagine your parents saying, oh, I do have another daughter. I do have a... But, you know, God had purpose to really anoint David as king. Now, David went through some stuff. David did wrong. He committed adultery. He plotted to kill, to cover up his sin. He dealt with a Saul who hated him, who was jealous and envy. You got to be careful of jealous folk and envy folk. And, and although Saul was called to be, uh, appointed to be king, God put him in place for a reason. And sometimes I wonder when, I don't know about you, but if, when we're going through some things to the, uh, to the event of it is just so harsh. Well, why is it so harsh around people that we are familiar with? You know, sometimes I wonder, how did it come to that? Why is it that? Because there are some things God's trying to teach us. Rub against the grain, you know, and you still got to love. I mean, genuine love. Not, not that, you know, we have this cheesy love, you know. We just want to smile at you. Hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. They don't even look at you anymore. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And you, and you wonder why the relationship in and out of the church. Now, I'm not talking about the church, period, solely, but we are the, some, of the, oh, some of those people. We, we are some of those people. We have our picks and we chooses, and we know what pastor's been preaching, and we still go out the same way. We still don't change. It's if the world owes you something for what happened to you in your life. I am not responsible for what happened to your life. I will pray with you. I will cover you. But you can't blame me for what happened. And it's like everybody, some people that go through things think that because you are okay, or there's something wrong with this special about that. Ain't nothing special about nobody. We all going to go through something. But it's how we go through that will give us the victory. Woo! So David is dealing with these things, and he's wondering at this point, what am I going to do? I'm crying out to the Lord. He's dealing about all of the things he had to deal with, even the things with Saul. Saul hated him because now Saul is beneath David. David proves himself to be a great king. You know, they go holler, Saul did the thousand, but David did the ten thousand. Jealousy and envy, it will hurt you and hurt other people and then David had the nerve to protect Saul because when they were at odds and David had to run away they had to go and David was out he got too close to Saul and he had to scold those that were supposed to be covering Saul how you let me the enemy get that close to the man of God that's why you got to respect who, who's in position you got to respect the leadership. You, nobody asked you. No, God didn't come to you and send you no word about what you should do, how he should, who, she, who, should, who he should choose, and how are they going to be okay? Are they going to be the ones that are going to really lead the people? Are we, do we know what God is doing, that he has everything under control, that he knows the good, bad, and the ugly of every single one of us that are sitting in this place tonight and watching? watching 
Come on here now. You can't judge that. The only thing you, you can't even judge whether they go into heaven or hell. Only God knows that. You better learn how to judge yourself. Judge your spirit. Judge your motive. Judge your agenda. Why are you here? You, you're going to go. You're going to go through. You're going to go through. So as David is really reminiscing. Because because uh, the, the broken relationship between he and Saul, there's an issue. He's, he's used to going to the temple. He, he's used to going to worship. And at this time of his life, he can't do that. So when you can't get to church sometime, for whatever reason, not don't want to come to church. Can't just get where you want to get in the atmosphere. Can't get around the people to fellowship. Because Hebrews tells us that we're not supposed to forsake the gathering of one another. Uh, if you can touch the person next to you and say, you know, I need you. I need, I need the fellowship. I don't care if you don't like me. I need the fellowship. We can, we can come in church and dance and sing and shout around the people we don't like. Mm -hmm. Sitting and roll their eyes while we're praying. We can roll their eyes and and make sure they see us. You ever, you ever you, see? Y'all don't have a clue of what we can see from here. Cause what's in this heart is gonna come out. Your action is gonna really expose you. So that's why I'm not about exposing people. That ain't my job. That's God's job. Because God forbid my time come, I want mercy. I want to make sure that everything I do is right before God and man. Let me get back on the title. The necessary yet praise. God allows the spirit to come on Saul. and David has to serve him. He is the worship leader. And even though Saul hates him, read the story. Saul even tries to kill him. But David was always on his post. He came to sound check when he needed to be there, and he was there on time. And he stayed the whole time. And when they tried, when, when, when Saul tried to kill him, you know, David would kind of take his little ducks. But he'd be like, thank you, Jesus. That's what we got to learn how to do. When people start throwing daggers, you think, hallelujah, glory to God. Glory to God. I really can't let it go over your head. Stop being so sensitive. Understand that God has everything under control. Nothing's going to happen to you that God won't let happen to you. If you give me a few more minutes, I'll be out of your way. I do that and I build this story because we have to understand that we're all going to be in a place of despair if we haven't already. Some of us may be sitting here right now that have questions about things that we're going through right now. And so before you get the answer to your question, I wonder if you can give him a yet praise. I, I, un, unprovoked, unprovoked. I wonder what you've been through this week. I wonder how you're feeling this week. I wonder if you've been betrayed this week. I've wondered if you had need that has not been met. But can you give him? I wonder 
if you know who your enemy is, whether they're sitting next to you or behind you or in front of you, you're not going to pray against them. You're going to pray for them. The Bible tells us to pray for our enemies. And while you're praying for them, you're going to thank God in advance. Give him a yet. Paul, I'm sorry, David chooses in his downtime. His heart is hurting. He's disappointed. He's feeling defeated. But isn't it amazing how God will still give you strength? See, that's when you have a relationship with God. Not when you were religious. Anybody religious can do anything. But when you're in relationship with God, it doesn't matter what you're going through or how long you're going through. At one point in the time of your day, whether it's your lunch hour or whether you get off early that day, whether you go into your bathroom, whether you're in your car, whether you're sitting at your desk, at one time during the course of the day, no matter what you've been through, you got to learn how to praise him. You got to learn how to praise him because he is worthy of the praise. Don't let the enemy steal you, your praise from him. Listen, in spite of what we're going through, now I'm going to, I labeled a few things I want to make sure I give to the right. So, so the problems that we have, have in life, anybody dealing with sickness, anybody dealing with sickness, anybody, now I know you, don't, I know you want confidentiality, but if you, the Bible said to come before the Lord, come before the elders, those that are sick, because that's how you're going to get prayed for. And the, and, and, the, and the prayers of the elders are going to heal you, because the prayers of the elders are the ones that know, not the elders in age, the elders that are in mind, the mature ones, the ones that know how to pray for you, not against you. If you had a sickness and you had a diagnosis that not the greatest, but you have the nerve to come to church and praise him. Anybody ever been sick? Anybody ever got a negative diagnosis and didn't know that the prognosis was that God is going to heal me no matter what? And if he doesn't, it's okay. I'm going to praise him through this sickness. If you've ever come to church in the building, depressed, downhearted, discouraged, anybody ever been, I know everybody, I went into his gates with thanksgiving in my heart, but when you get in here, where's your mind? Did you leave everything out there? Can you praise him for what little bit of your mind you have left? Because it could be another way. You need your mind. You, you gotta look to the hills. You got to look to the hills from which cometh your help. Why? Because your help is going to come from the Lord. I refuse to let the devil trick me in my mind that God doesn't care. God does care, and he's going to do everything I need and ask him to do. Do I have any witnesses in the house? I'm going to give him yet praise don't know how it's going to be done I'm going to praise him don't know when it's going to be done I'm going to praise him don't know how he's going to do it I'm going to praise him don't know who he's going to use to do it I'm going to praise him 
everything that have breath praise the Lord waiting for some doors to open waiting for some doors to close waiting for family members to get it together waiting for family to be saved waiting for healing waiting for finances waiting for employment come on here and praise them no matter what keep on praising them In time of trouble, you got to learn how to praise him. God is my refuge. He is a very present help in the time of trouble. Do I have a witness in here this morning? Hey, listen. They're talking about shutting down the government again. And it will affect you, but uh, God is a provider. You can't lean on the arms of flesh, not even your own flesh. You got to learn how to lean on the Lord Jesus Christ because no matter what, he's going to be the one that's going to bring you through. I need a few people just to bless him. Really, I'm kind of almost through. Y'all don't work things up now here. Let me get on my notes because I got to do it right. So y'all be talking about me when the service is over. Can't be emotional when you're going through stuff. Stop the emotions. Stop the tantrum. Instead of having a tantrum, go to dancing. You may not dance like some, but you can certainly leap for joy. Do I have anybody? Can I dare somebody that just want to leap for it? Sometimes you have to go after it. Sometimes you have to understand that my exercise is helping me. Everything that I'm going through right now, I'm going to leap for it because God is right there by my side. I won't lead to my own understanding. All of my ways, I'm going to trust him. Every single day he gives me, I'm going to trust him. Job said it. All of my appointed days, I'm going through something right now. Friends are leaving me. Folk are talking about me. But I will have a change and I'll change because I'm going to bless him. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to glorify him. Let every thing that have breath you have hands that are functioning put them together and bless him if you have a voice that you can speak well of him open your mouth and praise him if you have feet dance before him everything that have breath praise him praise him praise him 
things going on. I need everybody standing on your feet because I'm really kind of finishing. And I want you to get one person in mind. Turn to them. Turn to them. One person. One person. And what you're going to do while you're praising him for you. I want you to praise him for your sister and praise him for your brother. Open up your mouth. Lift your hands and begin to praise him. Help my sister, help my brother. I bless you with my whole heart. I'll give him a yet praise. Not about my feelings, it's about what I know about you. I praise you, God. Listen, Gideon, who was considered from person that was not of great value, so he thought, and, and he had to go out and conquer. God allowed him to hear the enemy talking about how he was going to win. And so aside from guns and swords and all of that, the Lord told him, he didn't need a whole bunch of folk because you got to watch who you hook up with. You, you got to watch people say, can I pray for you? You got to say, why? Pastor's been teaching us that. You, can I pray for you? Why? And they, anybody's gonna, only going to come to you with God has already spoken to you about. That's why you got to be careful who you let into your life. They look the part, but inside there's agendas. In that. But all Gideon had his army. All he needed, 300. All the thousands that came, because it's not always in the crowd and the number. Because scripture says two or three of us can put things to prayer. Just two or three of us. Me and Mother Boom, we can hook you up. Just the two of us. All he said, all you need is three. Because I got to find those that watch and pray. You know what the situation is? You know what you're dealing with. In your spirit, you really want to say, I won. But all he had to do is get some vessels. I call them pots and pan praise. You don't know the power of the utensil you have. Your utensil are your hands. And when you begin to praise him with your hands, when you begin to applaud him, 
when there is a great presentation, at the end of the show, the audience gets out. But this is the beginning of your yet praise. If you haven't been praising him before, today you're getting a lesson in how to praise him. For yourself and for your neighbor, I need you to put your hands to get, confuse the enemy. Confuse the enemy. Oh, give him a yet praise. Come on, let's do it together. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. Do it together. Give him a yet praise. Woo! Yet. Will I praise him? I may be down right now, but keep your eye on me. On my way up. Yet praise. I need you to holler, yet praise. Before we move on, and we got a few minutes, literally. The last exercise of the morning. I done sweat out my clothes. Because the enemy wants you to say, oh, that was a nice message. I've heard that before. And I've read it. How many of you read this passage of scripture before? I know you read this passage of scripture before. And you already really study it out. I really want you to go home and study and find out what the study Bible and the Matthew Henry's and all those talk about this particular thing. Because the sons of Korah are, are, are worship leaders. And in order to worship, they had to have a relationship with him. They didn't wouldn't just come just to do it. They worshiped the Lord. They, they bowed down and so they write this and they give it and David posts it because it is in, we need it every now and then to remember that we are not alone. I don't care how lonely you feel, you are not alone. As really, I know you, 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 you want friends, and you got to be careful about that. And you want to have association, you got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about people who have an agenda for you. People just got to get close to you. They got to have your heart. No, no, no. Have Jesus is your friend. Now, and, and listen, listen, listen. Don't get it twisted. In order to have friends, you got to show yourself friendly. And you got to make, make sure that those people are hooked up in your same spirit. But when we go through things in life, like right now, for some people who are feeling lonely about their situation, sometimes all you have is a praise and you don't feel it. It doesn't say feel praise. It says yet I will, I will myself. It's not about how I feel. And I don't care about what you think about me. Talk about me if you want to. She was making a whole lot of noise in service. You don't know what folk are going through. There's a brother, there's a sister in here that's giving them a yet praise. And I just want us to join one more time in unity to give him a necessary
come on, come on. We only got a few minutes. Put those hands together and bless him as we move forward. Lord is saying that he hears you. He knows where you are. We act like God don't know us. He already knows everything. Even what we're going through, he's perfecting everything that concerns us.